0: Welcome to The Prospector Podcast, a bi-weekly production bringing you The Minor Perspective. Welcome back to a new episode of The Prospector Podcast. This is Sanay Diaz, here to recap some of the top stories uploaded on our website, theprospectordaily.com. In news, reporter Julia Lucero explains fashion's latest trend, sneakerheads, and its rise to popularity among people of all ages. In Arts and Culture, contributor Alison Rodriguez showcases top local thrift shops who are redefining the cost of looking good this spring. And in sports, reporter Katrina Villarreal gives readers a rundown of how Utah athletic uniforms have evolved throughout the years, from basketball to football. You can read these stories and more at theprospectordaily.com.
1: Jacqueline Vigil. So I went to design school in LA and I graduated in May of 2020, right as the pandemic hit. And during that time, I just was like, I can't stay in LA, The things were too kind of mm-hmm. uncertain. So I wanted to come home. But with that being said too, I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I just wasn't really having much luck finding jobs in graphic design. So I just kind of started my own thing and that bloomed into Muchas Flores studio. Actually, my first market ever in LA, I think that day I made like $12. And that's where that kind of clicked like, I want to do this, but I didn't have the words for what it was till the end of graduation. That's when I was like, no, I want to start my own brand where I make designs that are positive and colorful. And I wanted those to translate into items like stickers, tote bags, apparel, and now it's just, so much more i think mental health is very important and self-love so that's where a lot of my inspiration for my quotes and designs come from and sometimes these are messages that i like tell myself the messages of course it's so easy to say love yourself more but what else can i do to help people Mm -hmm. even start that journey like there's no right or wrong way of like a self-love journey Mm -hmm. so i think maybe a nice notebook or stationary item where people could like reflect and kind of start that I'll start with a color palette, then I pick a font I like and play around with the design and the saying. Then from there, I can pretty much just make stickers right away. I have my Cricut machine and printer. I print them, laminate them, my Cricut cuts them and then I just package jump free. Like I feel free and liberated because I get to do what I love most. I don't wanna use my talent to be slaving away at a computer making someone else's dream come true. Like I'd rather put all that time and effort into making my dream come true. The
0: following story was written by Kristen Chaffer. Fast fashion has grown in popularity over the last couple of decades, leading to a decrease in price but an increase in controversial labor while negatively impacting the environment. It is a process of a speedy turnover of affordable, trendy clothing to meet consumer demand, according to Good On You. Along with these various clothing chains' physical locations, online shopping has appealed to consumers through the convenience of a couple of clicks. What makes it detrimental is the amount of waste produced due to this process. The fashion industry has the second largest water consumption and produces between 8 and 10 percent of carbon emissions globally, according to UN Environment Programme. Economically, fast fashion is beneficial to consumers, however, most clothes produced this way end up in landfills after they break down within a few washes due to the cheap quality. The synthetic material used for the clothes contains plastic microfibers contributing to the 35% that wind up polluting oceans, according to a study made at Princeton University. While it's starting to come to light how much the impact can cost, the transition to thrifting or buying environmentally conscious is still difficult for some. My
1: thing is, is that going to thrift shops, it always seems to be not well taken care of. The clothes are very dingy. The clothes are very old and um, they've been used, like obviously, but you can tell and it doesn't look as nice as if you were to buy it
0: said Frankie Rivera, a UTEP psychology major. I
2: think like I miss living in, when I lived in California, the thrift shops were more like, things were more well taken care of and like people had the ability to be more picky about what they put out on the floor and like, and there was like vintage stuff and things. Like it was actually nice.
0: Said Raven Waracures, a UTEP creative writing major. However, the alternative is sustainable clothing, which is much more expensive, resulting in a shirt ranging between $30 and $80. With fast fashion, costs are cut due to cutting out the cost of quality work and not paying a sustainable wage. This can be due to an assembly line type production in factories or some companies utilizing the use of child labor in other countries, according to UNICEF. In 2021, the number of children worldwide subjected to child labor is 160 million, the number reaching 8.4 million more within the previous four years, according to UNICEF. Countries like Cambodia, China, Pakistan, Ukraine, and Brazil fall on the list of countries where child labor has been found, according to the Bureau of International Labor Affairs. Some students find their own way of cutting down and making the most of the clothes they have. Any student looking to be more conscious of where they can shop can check out Fashion Checker, an organization dedicated to provide transparent information.
2: So my name is David Ortega. I go by he him, but when I'm not David, I go by Rosita Thorne. I am a nightlife performer, otherwise known as a drag queen. So basically what I do is I take all the creative parts that are inside of me And while playing with gender and, of course, makeup, hair, and costumes, I get to express that to a multitude of people. (laughs) The world of drag was introduced to me with RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, I can vividly say I remember watching season 9 for the first time and being really enamored by all these beautiful queens. I'm a bigger queen and sometimes it's harder to find plus-size clothing, let alone costumes that will not only look good and flatter me, but fit, so it was more so out of necessity to find clothes that would fit me, so of course I thought, if I can make the clothes, I can make them fit me. But from there, of course, the creativity took over, and it just became more of an outlet to say, well, if I wanna make something, I'm gonna make it happen, and I can do it all myself. One of my favorite pieces that I've personally created was a dress that I constructed out of a tablecloth material, as well as pom-poms, Um, It was for a RuPaul's Drag Race girl that was coming and she's known for being quirky and creative. So I just wanted to make something that would fully represent that. And that's probably one of my pieces I'm most proudest of just because it was one of the first times I had like cleanly sewn a professional garment. Uh, I look up to Kim Chi, Aquaria, Um, Bob the Drag Queen, Bianca. Those are some of my overall just inspirations in drag just because they have such a wide variety of fashion tastes as well as aesthetics. I lean towards uh, vintage aesthetics, so I love um, Terry Mugler, um, Tom Ford. Um, Those are just a couple. Moschino. um, I really just take inspiration from all over. I would say that fashion is one of the most expressive um, forms of any type of emotion because it's the type that you wear physically on your body so when you put anything on your body that's almost an extension of you of what who you are what you're feeling and so i feel like that fashion can really be impacted by any type of emotion really so you know if you're feeling sad it's okay to want to you know cover up maybe not be as expressive and of course on the flip side when you're feeling super happy you can go out in almost anything as long as you have confidence Uh, Time comes and goes, and only experiences grow. So that's something that you can always think about is never be afraid to be yourself and always lead with confidence.
0: This is the Prosby's top five fashion tips to implement in your day-to-day outfit choices this spring. First, we have prints. Whether it's neon zebra pattern pants or a checkboard shirt, Prints go a long way in fashion. The benefit of this outfit choice is that you can dress it up or down and even pair it with a simple top or pants. Next we have jean tones. Jeans and a shirt are always a solid outfit choice, however make your outfit look more put together by wearing a dark shirt with light jeans or a light shirt with dark jeans. This will help make your outfit look more proportionate. Monochrome. From Lady Gaga to Michelle Obama, everyone understands dressing head to toe in one color is a new fashion trend. Whether it's going to work out or a day at the office, sticking to one color will turn your outfit into a spring fashion staple. Accessorize. Sometimes a pair of jeans and a shirt can be turned into an elegant outfit by adding necklaces, classic sunglasses and a fashion statement purse think of the accessories you have that could instantly take your outfit to the next level finally hair and makeup believe it or not how you style your hair could break or make your outfit don't be afraid of bright colored lipsticks this spring or headbands and clips that will complete the look you're going for well, there you have it. We hope these Prospy Top 5 tips will help you step more into the world of fashion. Let us know your go-to fashion essential by emailing us at prospector at utep.edu. This is Itel Hiron bringing you this week's Miners Sports Nugget. The UTEP softball team lost 8 2 and were swept in the series against the University of North Texas April 3rd at Lovelace Stadium. The UTEP Miners returned to the practice field March 1st to begin spring practices. Last fall, the Miners finished 7-5 and 4-4 in conference play, getting their first bowl berth since 2014. The Miners came up short but have shown improvement from this past season. The offense is looking to improve upon last year and take another step forward in their development as a unit. The Miners were seen back in action for their spring football scrimmage April 8 at the Sumble Stadium. Thank you for joining us on this week's new episode of The Prospector Podcast. Join us next time for a non-new Miner's Perspective.